Hi, I am Coach Emilio. Welcome to the Escuela del Sur. If you are a sports coach, do you want to find more freedom in your decisions and opportunities and find solutions in the day-to-day -day work of your profession? This podcast is for you. I will tell you from my experience as a coach in Dubai and interviews with coaches around the world, the habits, techniques, valuable background, and tools that can guide you and give you more results with less effort. I invite you to give your coaching career more possibilities and confidence in the competitive world of sport. Listen to our episode to get ideas to optimize your professional profile with continuous improvement. So, you can get more results, improving your quality of life along with your profession and your passion. We start. Goran, and how are you talking about this, uh, about uh, experience around the world? Uh, one thing I appreciate a lot from you is how you have a lot of gymnastic cultures in your body from different places and your mind. Uh, how was this experience in US? It was absolutely amazing. Like amazing. I changed my philosophy because when I uh, left Romania, I didn't have the, the same philosophy than like what I had when I was in the States. I learned different angles, different ways of doing things. Also in Romania, we have very limited apparatus like drill, like to do drills and cheese mats and rolls and all this, you know. So then we had to adapt to different situations. Our springboard, our springboard there was uh, like two wooden plates like this, one on top of each other. No spring, no nothing. Just the top wood was elastic, mm -hmm. like very flexible. And that's, that was our springboard. That was the first springboard. Then I got to US, I had springboard with three springs. Four springs, five, six springs. Well, then I could, yeah, and then I can choose. Then mm. I had with foam. Oh, this springboard is much softer because the foam is much softer than the spring. So for little kids, shorter springboard. I could adapt different two situations, you know. So I could teach faster because this little drill or apparatus or whatever it is helped mm. me. To do this more efficiently. That means you, you fell in the paradise with a lot of equipment. Oh my god! Yeah. That's a, and that's why it clicked and everything changed. I, I like when I was helping my coach. You know, I didn't have my own class. I was not certified to do so. I graduated my uh, university and uh, later on I took my master's degree. But at that time I just finished my uh, my university and uh, I was just volunteering. You know. I was just helping, okay, my coach would ask, can you do this, this, this? Uh, but you meet coaches also with different experience yes. with some coaches. Yes, and then when I went to the States, um, I worked uh, one year in, um, in the mother company and then they opened another branch and their daughter ran it. Mm -hmm. But this and was in New York? Uh, yes, in New, New York, York, same. Uh, the gyms were about half hour away from each other. And the name of the gym? Uh, the first one was Dynamic Gymnastics mm -hmm. and the second one Gold Star Gymnastics in New York. And um, <clears throat> we at Gold Star, at the second gym, uh, my boss said, I will give you some younger gymnasts, uh, see what you can do with them. Uh, I had also some older gymnasts that were taken from the mother gym 
and our gym was very small. Uh, first, when I got there, the team was made from three kids. Then me and my friend uh, Alex, we started to build a team and with Adriana, the three of us, then we grew the team, we grew the team, grew the team and we got to an elite level. And in the last year in US, we even got to nationals. I took uh, one of my kids to nationals and we won the nationals. New York team won the nationals in, uh, in the States. It was the best experience so far in terms of like the excitement. I got there and there were the best coaches in US, like all the level 10s from US, you know, compact, like compressed into this competition. And when I saw, like, I knew the coaches from from TV, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the Pan American Games, from the, you know, like the like all these competitions from the Worlds, from the Olympics, and I see them and there, they were, you know, yeah, yeah they, they were there, like <laughs> and then they come and hello, I'm this, I'm Gorag, <laughs> I'm a Ghost Star Gymnastics. Oh, where is this gym? I never heard of it. So we kind of put a little bit, you know, this gym on the on the map together as a team, you know, not me. Like it was a team effort, everybody. But man, the excitement and everything, oh, that was crazy. And I was, I was never shy to ask. I feel like you waste 100% of the chances to learn and if ask. you are shy to ask something. I was asking John, like, <clears throat> The Jordan Weber, she was 2011 world champion uh, all-around girl, asked uh, her coach, uh, sorry John, I have a question, sorry, I'm, you know, new in gymnastics, yeah, he said, yeah, just shoot. Uh, how do you, do you do your warm-up, how do you do your conditioning with your kids, what? And then he first uh, started to talk to me about uh, the curve of gymnastics, okay, this is the load curve, then the kids will be tired, so they will be a little bit down, and then to be on top of their shape before the competition, don't let, don't let them do too many routines, just start cleaning the routines and like this, you know? And at first, man, for me, that was the philosophy, okay, perfect, but it didn't work with all my kids. Some of the kids did not have enough one week after the very much load that I put on them to kind of rest and then give 100% in competition, they were too tired to finish their routine. And especially Floor, their last pass was, <laughs> they, they couldn't anymore, you know? So then I, I kind of had to take the pulse of my team and see, okay, they need 10 days. They need two weeks to polish the routines. And this time when you just polish the routines, you know, they also realize they are strong enough because we have loaded so much. And you know, with, this is you how you get to experience. read the signals. Like yes, the coach. Exactly. You start to see what it's like a sound system. You know, you you start to say, okay, here I need to put more down. Here I need to put more, more up. Yes. Yeah. And this way, I Depending I adjusted. <clears throat> I adjusted to to the situation. You know, and then I asked other coaches. You know, okay, yeah, how do you build the routine? Based on what? How how do you decide if this kid is better on clear hips or toe up handstands? How do I make the difference? You know, and all these questions, you know, they helped me a lot because you get different opinion from different people, and you kind of see behind everything is you have to feel it. Mm. 
If you don't feel it, you don't do it with passion. And believing yourself. Feeling <laughs> and believing yes. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like I if I don't feel it in in me, I feel like I have Not to do something you. else. Yeah. Exactly. I, I have to feel like I'm doing something else, you know. What is different from a coach from Romania in <coughs> the United States? What is your unique selling point? Something you say, this is what I provide in, in this gym and everyone said, oh, you're different. Uh, why? So at that point, that's when I saw the biggest difference. In Romania, as I said, we have limited apparatus, but beside this, we have very limited information. Because back then, like, Companies that make video streaming, they did not exist. You could not ask other opinions. You just see what other people are doing. Not sharing if you too go, much con, con knowledge. Knowledge, yes. If you go to an international competition, like your English is not that good, so how will you ask, for example, a Russian coach or an American coach or a British coach or a German coach in their own language? Because if you speak a little bit English, but you cannot really address the question, Not like if I talk Romanian to you, you will not understand what I ask. How you can answer to me like what I so that that was a little bit hard, like the information to get to Romania. But then when when they started like video streaming and like this, and people started to to offer different opinion, I was already in the states, and together with talking to people, I I improved my English, and then I could address a question, and they could address me an answer, and this way. I took notes, I took notes, I understand, I watch some videos, I understand, done. I apply, I try, I change, I adapt, and then overcome, man, because this is how it, you know, this yeah. is, this is how it comes together. Yeah, I think if and you are in US and you see all these uh, resources and equipment, for you it's normal, it's usual, find a lot of different shoes and a lot of different yes. equipment and the colors and the walls with a lot of flags and very competitive way of when you're right there and you feel like uh, I have a lot of opportunities here. Like, exactly. Yeah. Really, it feels like you don't know how to start because you, you open a, a door and you have everything. Everything Beats. you can. Yes, yes. And all the apparatus you have on the pit. So, you know, the kids can land safely and they're not scared to do it anymore. If you are in a gym that you don't have a pit, you have to find different ways of doing trampoline the same things. Or, yes. Yeah. What if you don't have a trampoline? In my gym in, in Timisoara, we didn't have a trampoline. My first trampoline I saw when I was 13 years old. I went to Germany to a competition and they had a trampoline next to the gym. And before that, I only see on TV trampoline. I never knew how it feels, man. And then when I started to jump on it, man, I was doing like double backs, full in, whatever, and because of the bar, I don't know how to land. Bounce out this way, bounce out that way. My coaches and my, you know, my teammates were catching me from the air because I would jump off the trampoline. And this is really a big, that's why the American gymnastics is so strong, strong because they have so many different ways and they understood that, okay, how we can make it more efficient. How we can no work short term work more smart efficient exactly work more smart how we can reduce, reduce the time, the time for prepare, yeah. to prepare the same skills safely of course mm -hmm. because as you know you cannot just throw skills like this because kids can get Indeed. injured and they can get scared as well you know and then they will not do Lots the same they get mental blocks and all this 
So that's what I think Americans are very good at. They shorten the time that they learn skills. So this way, you know, when they're like 14, 15, 16 years old, you already see the, the skills that they can do. Yeah. It's like crazy. So this is what in the US has taught me that you can do things more efficiently. And you have equip if you have equipment, if you have the knowledge, and if you know how to combine everything, as you said in the beginning, yeah. you know, like the chef has to know how to combine all these ingredients, not only to have the ingredients. Not only copy paste. It's like, yeah, not, like, it's not that. like that. No. Is your environment is different, and the kids are different, the yes, system is different. It's different. Okay. Everything's different. Yeah. So you have to know how to combine as a chef to combine all these different ingredients, put them all together in a nice harmony. And test what's working and what's not working. Yes, you yeah. take the pulse of your team, you see, okay, this team gets tired very easy, so what do I have to do? I have to do more endurance training. Or maybe this team is already hasn't started enough and endurance, but it doesn't challenge. have exactly. Or maybe they don't have the, you know, the instant power, what they need, you know? More explosive. Okay. Exactly, I have to get them to be more explosive. The whole team, I see they're all running on their heels. Mm. Okay, I have to do some running drills for them. But this is according to each team individually, you know. But you make the X-ray and you understand what you can put here or, or there. Or there, yeah. yes. It's all I feel yeah. from here. It comes from from inside, man. You can like you can read these things in the books, and you finish the book and you say, okay, now my kids will do exactly by this book. It might work, but it might not. It's true. <laughs> yes. Goran, what? If, for example, later you're right here in this in this place in Middle East, yes. your career continue here, and your team is an incredible work they do it. Thank uh, you. How how you feel here uh, this environment? How what you provide here for this country and this city and your coaching philosophy? So, my visa expired in the states, mm -hmm. and I left. And I came here to, to the Middle East. Uh, my friend invited me to, to the gym to see how it is and start coaching. And uh, at first when I got uh, to the UAE, I was uh, shocked. Mm -hmm. Why? Uh, I go from my level 9s and 10s and elite gymnast with scholarships in the States. And I came to the first competition here and the best skill at that time it was a round of backhand spring uh, straight layout that was the hardest skill somebody was doing in a competition and you know at first i thought okay maybe it's just like a regional scholar, or a state a scholars competition i asked my friend and he said no because gymnastics is a new concept in the in the uae the first club was founded about 14-15 years ago, something like that, mm -hmm. I think 14-15 years ago. Before that, they didn't know what gymnastics is. And the first gymnastics was, you know, the floor but without the, the springs. Mm -hmm. It was just the carpet. Then like they, rhythmic they, gymnastics. Yeah, like rhythmic gymnastics floor. They, they didn't do any boys gymnastics back then, nothing. And then slowly they started to bring the equipment from certain providers. More coaches, more coaches arrived from outside the country, you know, from different cultures and different environments and different uh, gymnastic schools. So slowly they said, uh, we need this, we need springs for the spring floor, 
we need, uh, I don't know, a, a springboard that with five springs, not this one with four springs because the, the kids started to grow older a little bit, being a bit heavier and more powerful. They needed a little bit more resistance on the springboard. And uh, this way, gymnastics has slowly improved in, in the UAE. And uh, what I feel now that uh, we, we can say, I feel like in the UAE gymnastics is we can do an international competition and be above average. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not talking about worlds or Olympics. I'm talking about international competitions like invitation, invitational uh, gymnastics competitions. I see like many clubs already started to travel yeah, yeah. abroad. Yeah. Yes, and uh, they're not doing a bad job, man. Mm. We are actually there. We even met uh, to our last competition international, another club from the UAE. And we were now like, oh, it's so nice to see you guys here. Let's do it, you know, together. This was in Europe. And yes, yeah, yeah, we went to Belgium for a competition, yeah. And uh, we were actually above average, like above average in the first half. I mean, the sport has started to grow more and more. <laughs> yes. Without stopping. Yes, but as I said, like, we got different coaches from different cultures and being ambitious and wanting more, you know, mm. and also the first impediment, like the first uh, stop, the first bump that we hit, it was, you know, the money because you need investors, the, exactly the investors in order to build a gym that is like, okay, I can train here this skills safely. Because this is what it is about to be safe. with some institution providing competition. Exactly. And then when I hear, like for me, when I hear another club is opening, I'm like, yes, man, let's do it. More competition. We get better. Maybe we learn something from these people. Maybe they have an efficient way of learning. I don't know what skills. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I see a different technique for a certain skill that I would never think it's even possible. And, you and if I like it, I, this, yeah. exactly. And I think this way they also see our kids, and then maybe they say to our kids or to your kids, "Oh, I like this kid. How he's doing the round of backhand spring? Look at the length of it. Look at how the arm comes later, whatever." Yeah. Know? And this is and what happened on the course because we, you remember when we yes. met you on the course, you saw you made thirty coaches from fourteen countries, and everyone was there for learn, exactly, and sharing and and. We're supposed to learn from the professors, but later what happened is between teammates and colleagues, they start to share ideas. Yes, exactly. They started to share ideas. They, you know, they would say, I think like this, I think like this. And then you, because, and you can only learn if you're open-minded. Mm. And I feel like really when we were there, everybody had the open mind. Nobody came there like, I know everything. And I you don't learn from it. Yeah. Exactly. No. They said, this is my opinion. What do you guys think? You test and then you, feedback. Exactly. Okay. And then that's why I love feedback. Feedback is gold. Mm. If somebody can give you feedback, take it like this. And improve. Exactly. Yeah. Because after you hear that feedback, it's a different opinion. 
it can be right or wrong, but as we talked yeah, before about filter. correct and yeah, exactly. Yeah, filter is a constructive uh, feedback or destructive feedback. Because when someone take the time, you remember when you write the paper upside down, you say, ah, yes. I am a gymnast. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And you write all this uh, feedback from the events because we organized the first, first international course, course for coaches. Yes. And you was twice. Yes. It was twice and you was close to the trampoline and you was uh, talking with the coaches and you say, no, but look, look, I want to try or what do you think if, and I saw you was very active on the, on the class. I, I feel like this is the best way you can learn if you are involved, mm -hmm. if, if you are open-minded to, I feel this, I see this, I want to try, maybe I see, okay, this is possible, but if I cannot feel it, me doing this, how can I teach this kid ask. this, you know? You so, ask. yeah, you ask, get an answer, then they understand, then they can do it. The why. Because it's very, exactly, the why. Perfect. Because otherwise, if you don't ask yourself questions, it's very hard to improve. You are the roll and the roll and repeat. And exactly. If you do the same thing every single day, 100% you're gonna uh, have the exact same results. Doing the same exact thing and expecting different outcome from it, it's... Uh, you insanity. Have to be, yes, yeah. it's insanity. That's the word, that's insanity. I mean, the, the, the beauty of the sport is when you give to your journey different tastes of uh, methodology, uh, communication, technique. That means you every time you try to more make more dynamic your class. This yes. maybe is what makes you... Yeah, 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 that's what it made. And I feel like in the dynamic class, kids respond better because they are interested. Motivated. And they feel like it's always something going. Uh, if if I have a you know a boring class, okay, today we are learning forward draw, for example. I'm just saying a skill, and we spend one hour only teaching the angle of the hand and the knees. The kids will understand in their mind so many information. Too much. Yeah. In one class, I guarantee the next class they will remember maximum one or two. That's it. This lesson I do only the hands. Next lesson I do the knees. Third lesson I do the hollow shape and so on. And I build on it because next time they remember the hands. Then they remember the knees because the hands are already correct. Mm -hmm. And this is how you make the class more dynamic. You shorten the length. You're more efficient. And, and you put way... emotion for the <laughs> Exactly. And then when they can, can do it and they do it correctly, I mean, correctly is the easiest way to do things. The idea. Yes, idea. like the idea. Then they are like so proud of their stuff. And I see that pride. Man, I am excited. Excited. You see the result together. It's not only the gymnast, it's like a team. Yes, and forward all, it's not for, for high level gymnasts. You know, inside you, you think ah, it's, it's for, but honestly, it's I feel foundation. for that yeah. kid. I'm teaching the kid to do this. I'm not teaching myself to do this. They are proud and I become so proud right away, right away. Yeah. And I like this, you know. That means the foundations is something we cannot forget because 
sometimes the high performance return again on the foundation for prevent injuries and for improved technique because imagine a back handspring you do a back handspring when you are i don't know 10 years old yeah. and later when you have 20 years old the back handspring change because there's a distance amplitude flexibility tissues yes. Yes. the foundation is something we need sometimes put more attention and you know how it is here a lot of kids travel over the summer two months they don't really train Nothing. then they come exactly then they come back they lose some of their flexibility Joy, their strength yeah they uh, grow yeah yeah some of them come back and they're like right away you see they're taller yeah i grew three centimeters this summer okay <laughs> the center of gravity has changed it's not here anymore it's a little bit higher a little bit lower you know it's and they have to adapt to their new body type now, you know, they're less flexible maybe. And you know? mentally. And also, also mentally, yeah, yeah as you say. Interest. So all, this, yeah. all these preparations, we need to take steps. We cannot, oh, you were doing before vacation, double back, let's go double back. It, it doesn't work like this. So that's, I feel like it's the perfect time to start back to the basics. This way they also understand their coordination, orientation, how strong they are and then us as coaches we also understand these things so we know how we can get back at least to what we were if not to build and improve even more you know yeah. on the go yeah i totally agree with you because it's one thing like a pe i try to provide to my gymnast also good foundations for big building yeah goran i want to ask you now about future what is your if you have like an eagle, you you fly above the desert and you think, okay, what I want to do in these few years, what is your next project? So I want to two things for my kids. I have some kids who will graduate soon and I want them to be able to obtain a scholarship. In the US? In the, in the US, yes, in the US. They, they go to US and uh, they want a scholarship. So my goal now is for these high level kids to, to give them the opportunity to join a team and compete for their school there. And of course get the, the scholarship there. And then the next one, uh, for me, the next project uh, is like kind of a test project because uh, after the course and after I spoke to some more coaches um, who are doing things a little bit different in terms of rebuilding uh, a whole year in terms and then these terms in mini terms. So this is what I'm working on now. Uh, I have different phases for each week and I started with the competition dates first, and then I go backwards. Back. And I backward go engineer. Exactly, yeah. backward Good engineer. Percentage. Yes. And uh, this is what I want to see if it works. So this is what I uh, want to, the yes, testing there. Uh, I do it a little bit different. I used to do this, but a bit different. I, I wasn't structuring it so much. Before I was doing it as I go, Okay, I feel like they're not strong enough to do their routines, uh, not enough endurance like this, you know. But now, as I, like after the course and after I spoke to some, some more people and uh, I studied a little bit more this trimestrial and then semi-turns and, you know, like dividing by weeks and like this. Like micro-cycles. Micro-cycles, exactly. And uh, 
I want to test this if it, if it works. So far, it's doing good. Uh, well, I just started in the beginning of September, on the 1st of September. Um, we are building, uh, we are hopefully getting better and better. And also, man, I don't know them all. I feel like I know so little of this great bubble. So from this big bubble, you know, I only take this, but what I do now, I assimilate exactly. And bigger and bigger and bigger. And this also, it's a nice opportunity to talk to you because as I told you before, every time I talk to you, I feel like we resonate. We, we learn from each other so many things. And uh, if I have like a strong belief or something, uh, you talk about the same thing. So then I have the same strong belief times two, man. So then I times two every single time I see you. And <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so great uh, being here and talking to you because even it strengthens these projects and as you said, these micro cycles, you know, that you mentioned them now, I feel like, oof, mm. another confirmation that I'm on yeah, the we right, are on the right uh, path. path. Yeah, we're on the right path. Uh, you know what happened here in Dubai in a few years, but we must be ready. Exactly. Because the opportunities and the potential <clears throat> yes. is bigger. And uh, when I first, like when I was in the States, you know, mm -hmm. I wanted to open my own gym and then I saw, okay, you need visa or green card or citizenship in order to build businesses there. You cannot stay if you don't have these things. Then in the UAE, the same. Before it was not an option to have a, like a freelancing or business or whatever visa, you know, golden visa or so on. Uh, and now opportunities arise. Every day I see like in the news, different uh, like news about how they want to do this better for the people, for the community to to make it easier and faster for you to build a business and sometimes even cheaper because when you start a business, you know, you don't only need the knowledge, you also need the, the financials. So sometimes you need a partner or sometimes you need funding from certain or areas. Sometimes so, you need the idea. And, yeah. <laughs> or sometimes you need the idea. It all starts with an idea. Yeah. Now we, we post I, this podcast for if someone wants to contact Bora. <laughs> <laughs> we will send an email and uh, they contact me. Yeah. But yeah, you don't know. Everything, the possibilities are in, in your hands. Uh, this is the beauty of Dubai also. Uh, and let's see. Let's see yes. what happens in the future. I, I really like this quote saying, if you can think in if you can think it in your mind, you can hold it in your hands. So that means if somebody can think of something, it is definitely possible to make it. Mm -hmm. We don't know yet how maybe, but it's definitely a challenge to find the answer. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, thank you. We promise uh, the Latin people we will prepare the interview in Spanish because you know yes. Spanish also <laughs> but first yes we want to touch all the world with our um, interview in English I really appreciate you are here Thank I you so much. really like to share in this time with you because I learn also from you and I hope to see you again in, in Escuela del Sur and yes. yes the best luck for you man. definitely I really appreciate the opportunity and I will see you next time <laughs> Is this the first time we provide a hack on the in the YouTube? You <laughs> was the first. <laughs>
Because Latin all the time we <laughs> give hug. Yeah. Yes, when you're in Dubai, you need to test this. I can give a hug. Like on pre-COVID in Chile, we give a kiss here because you say hi. But when I return to Chile, nobody do for COVID, you know? It's like this cultural, yeah, very nice. Okay, guys, yeah. uh, we say bye. Um, please follow us on YouTube, Escuela del Sur, LinkedIn. You have a Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts when you can find this interview with Goran Bellin. You can share in your comments about or question, any question you can ask Goran because he's very open for answer any question you have like our coaches. And see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And well, the episode has come to an amazing end. Thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you next time on the podcast for Coaches of the World, Escuela del Sur. Don't forget to subscribe, give us a five-star rating and check out all the episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, LinkedIn and YouTube as Escuela del Sur. See you next time.